Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Cornerstone Christian Church of God podcast, where we are devoted to bringing restoration and transformation to all. To stay connected and find out more about what God is doing in His church, please visit our website, cccghq.org. Thank you so much, and we hope you are blessed by this message. Thank you for coming. It's good to see you today. You're looking beautiful. You're looking handsome. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Don't tell your woman you're looking handsome. <laughs> she might retaliate. Amen. <laughs> God is good. God is good. God is good. So in our third services, and we have five services, five Sundays this month. So that's very good. In our third services, we're going to be exploring, we'll be dealing with prosperity. That's our focus in our third services. Amen. Now, somebody will say, I'll just keep first and second. I'll come to third. <laughs> Whatever the Lord leads you to do, you go ahead and do it. Amen. Like I said, and you don't have to pity me, we fight battles and we win. Amen. Someone tells you you fought a lion. Uh, so long as he's able to tell the story. It means that he's greater than a lion. Amen. Glory to God. The backlash was, was fierce, but we give God praise uh, because to be prosperous is very important. Uh, you know, I've, I've joked about this before. In the book of Revelation, you see the Bible said, um, um, uh, Revelation chapter 5, verse 12. You know, can I have that on the screen, please? Uh, he was slain so we can receive glory, honor, you know, uh, power. It's the same with the loud voice. What is a lamb who was slain to receive power, riches, and wisdom, and strength, and honor, glory, and blessing? Now, when you hear the song that we sing many times, that is tied to this. You remember this song? Yes? Go ahead. So that's, that's one version. <laughs> Blessings and honor, glory and power. Be to the ancient of days. That's one version. Different versions went that's based on this. I've not heard anyone that includes riches. Riches is always what they leave out. Riches is always, and, I, and I'm wondering, but why now? Why? Why? Now that I've said it again, you, you'll be paying attention to all these songs based on where they are listing these redemptive blessings. But somehow they mistakenly leave out riches. In many, many cultures where poverty is glorified, they don't talk about money. It's hush-hush. In some homes, it's a, it's a taboo to talk about money. I mean, they talk about bills. That's, that's not money. <laughs> no. If you don't talk about it, you cannot get it. When great people, wealthy people gather, top ten, top, top ten, top three things they talk about is money. Some people think, yeah, then it means I love money. <laughs> ah. It is, it, is, it is really, 
about what we want to do with it. And that's what we're going to be focusing on because we, many people, angels have come to them to give them money, but they rejected it. How will you know? You would know a move of God from the thoughts flowing towards you. I've said this before. Thoughts are spirits. Spirits manifest as thoughts. But we'll look at that in our thought service. Amen. Glory to God. As you heard, the hour of meditation is starting on Saturday by the grace of God. <laughs> Amen. So I'm looking forward to that in Jesus' name. Vessels of honor. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Vessels of honor. Amen. Vessels of honor. I was saying to someone the other day, I said, do you know that the Catholic Church is built on meditation? It's, it's there, and they are a force to be reckoned with. They might have lost their way in some form in doctrine and all that, but uh, you cannot deny the impact. Everything is meditated, even their service. Their services, contemplative, everything is meditation. I remember the only time I went to a Catholic church, if, if a pin dropped you here. I mean, and, and you know, our Pentecostals and all that, they, we, we brought, you know, I mean, the move of the Spirit, and we, we focused on prayer and worship, and, you know, exuberant praise and all that wonderful stuff. But <laughs> don't joke with meditation. It's very strange. Great people do it, but don't talk about it or show it. I said to someone, I said, prayer does not have to be intimate. Worship is more intimate, but meditation is like, is, is, is the most intimate of every of the channels of grace. So I can understand how uncomfortable it can be for someone to take you into a very, 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 very intimate place. But we go by instructions. And I know it's because God is raising a new group of people in the name of Jesus. So in our first service, we'll be mainly focusing on why we should be vessels of honor. And in the second service, we'll now tackle the other aspects. Why should we be vessels of honor? Let's go to 2 Timothy, please. 2 Timothy. Some people might have been there already in their study of the word. I'll be surprised. This is just October 1st. But all things are possible. <laughs> and some are still in the Old Testament. Don't worry. <laughs> the Lord who started a good work in you <laughs> will be faithful to complete it. Hopefully before December 31st. <laughs> Amen. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 20. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but of wood and clay, some of, for honor and some for dishonor. So in a great house, we have all kinds of vessels. Vessels of gold, vessels of silver, vessels of wood, vessels of clay. The material of the vessel is not the issue. 
Because every material is important. Gold is good, gold, 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 but there are some things you don't want to use gold for. <laughs> so the, 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 the material is not the problem. It is what it is used for that the Bible is speaking about. It says some for honor and some for dishonor. Now, if you stopped here, you think that God has already appointed some people for dishonor. But when you go to verse 21, it now tells us that if, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, what's the latter? From dishonor. He will be a vessel for honor. It means that everybody has dishonor in them. You see, gold is good, but gold in its natural form has dishonor. Before it is valuable, we remove the dishonor in a purification process. So no matter your material, it is our ability to remove the dishonor that will now determine whether we are used for good or the person is used for evil. Even gold has dishonor in it. And nobody will wear gold in its natural form until it is purified. Until we cleanse ourselves from the dishonor, we cannot be vessels for honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. So, so you find, let's use the five offices for example, you know, I hear some people erroneously, mistakenly say, oh, you know, I just, if only I was an apostle. I said, do you, do you even understand what you're talking about? Every office carries honor and lots of dishonor also, naturally. And it's our job to undergo a purification process to identify the excesses and to work with God to curb and remove those excesses. The apostle has strengths, but massive weaknesses. Hitler was an apostle. They can think just one way, you know. And it might seem logical. Bill Gates, an apostle. I mean, the rate at which population... Is increasing, it's not the same rate at which food is being made available. You do the math. So let's reduce the population so that we can match the amount of food. That's, that's an apostle thinking. But a pastor will say, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what do you mean reduce population? <laughs> but to an apostle, it's, just, it's math. They do it on uh, its calculation. Now we are going towards, we are 7 billion, we're going towards 8 billion. Ah, but the food is not enough. People die. Okay, then. Um, <clears throat> excesses. The pastor has excesses. The apostle, the, the, the prophet, massive excesses. Evangelist, lots of excesses. The teacher, plenty excesses. So we all came with honor and dishonor. Then we allowed the Holy Ghost, the, the ultimate, the, the purifier himself. To begin to purify us so that we can now be, be vessels for honor and then put in a, in a museum somewhere as Mona Lisa and then people can be watching you as a masterpiece. 
Anybody you admire today has gone through a rigorous personal development process. And that's what I believe the Lord is taking us through this month. Everybody came with some form of laziness. Do you know how many? How many? <laughs> We're going to get there. Amen. So why should we be vessels of honor? Number one, so we can be a masterpiece. A joy to behold. Everybody loves to associate with a successful person. Every parent wants to associate with a child that is doing well. Every pastor wants to be able to say, that's my church member, that, not that one, not that one, that one. That one. <laughs> but for me, it's all of you, amen. Wink, wink, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. To be a masterpiece. But seriously, I see the glory of God on everybody. It's just that some people pick it up sooner than others. There's nobody that God made that is useless. Nobody. It's impossible. If already you wanted to be useless, the fact that God made you already removed that tendency. To be a masterpiece. Let's look at Ezekiel chapter 14 verse 12. I mean, God himself spoke about this, this trio. These masterpieces of, of holiness and integrity. The word of the Lord came to me again saying, verse 13, Son of man, when a land sins against me by persistent unfaithfulness, I will stretch out my hand against it. I will cut off its supply of bread, send famine on it, and cut off man and beast from it. Look at this. Even if these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, they would only deliver themselves by their righteousness, says the Lord. Out of everybody God had fathered, that he could use as an example, he said Noah, Daniel, Job, Righteous people. You can't say, you see, the only challenge is there are many other people who were righteous. But you see, these ones stood out because they were, their righteousness was tested. It was tested. Do you know what it means to be like Noah in a land where everybody is doing evil? Everybody. But yet he stood. There was no Holy Ghost. There was no Bible. It's part of why he didn't choose anybody in the New Testament. Because the Holy Ghost came to give us an advantage. Unfortunately, some even with the Holy Ghost. But, but, but he said, Noah, Daniel, in a very, very, very wicked environment. In the midst of the kingdom where they were doing all kinds of things. It's like someone who left their home country to come to Canada and they saw and they saw everything. They're like, wow, this is life now. It's time to live my life. That's what that's what Daniel could have done. But he said, No, I'm not defiling myself. I'll rather eat vegetables. I'll eat coleslaw and water. <laughs> I'll eat my leaves will not wither, so I'll eat leaves. And my fruits will not fail. I'll eat fruit. Just so that I don't defile myself. What a man. 
I'm surprised he didn't add Joseph in there, but I mean, he couldn't list everybody. But the fact that he chose these three people, then Job, I mean, do you know God never explained to Job why he was targeted? We know, but Job was never told. Woke up one day, and his whole life was turned upside down. Everybody getting jobs, he just didn't get a job. Yet, it's not as if he was a big sinner. <laughs> you know God is taking you through something. When even the people you know are massive sinners, are getting what you, and they are coming to advise you and encourage you. <laughs> so don't worry, you get a job. Can I help you with your resume? <laughs> you know, I can change some things, but don't worry. God is, God is a rewarder. <laughs> but yet Job stood his ground. All the children dead. Listen to me. Everything he owned, gone. His supposed better half became a worse half. He said, curse God and die. I don't even want you anymore. And then he became sick. Do you know what it's like to have boils? One boil on your body. Do you know what a boil is? It's truly like something is boiling on your body. Especially if it's on your bum and you, sit down, you have to sit down. I don't want to gross you out, but some of you understand what, maybe some even have it now, but the Lord is healing you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> it's a hard knock life, amen? <laughs> and, he, <laughs> and he had it all over his body. I remember when I was much younger, before they realized I was, I didn't respond well to chloroquine that they used for malaria and treating malaria, I was giving chloroquine. I, I, every part of my body was itching. Ah, I, I still remember it now vividly. They had to put palm oil all over my body. It didn't work. Every just using something, it was, it was, it could make a person go mad. Where your mind everywhere is just, and even when there's no itch, your mind is still saying it's going to come. It's going to, it's going to. <laughs> so imagine what it was like for Job. No emotional support, nobody he could hold, clean. You know, challenges are made to be of a lesser effect when we have loved ones around. So when his friends came, he was thinking, wow, finally, if the children are gone, the wife is not adding value, at least his friends. And then they came and they began to heap insults on him, accusations on him. And he said, after keeping quiet for seven days, he didn't see anything. The pain was deep. An elder said to me, you cannot say you're not a thief until you have the opportunity to steal and not be caught. And you don't steal. A masterpiece. And long after they died, God can still be referring to them. Number two reason why we must be vessels of honor. You see, your challenge is not the problem. Look beyond the situation you're going through. Number two, to be a reference point by God. To be a reference point, like we just saw now. To be a reference point. Have you seen my son Emmanuel in Edmonton? But the devil cannot attack me. Amen. Amen. Have you seen my daughter this, my son this? Genesis 18 verse 17. God wanted to go to a land to do something. He's God. Yet he had to 
tell a man, take permission from a man. That in itself is humility, by the way. And the Lord says, shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing? That's what it means to be a vessel of honor, to be a principality by yourself. I've said this to people before one-on-one, and then I'm saying it openly again and again and again. You see, when you know you're going through what is not ideal, and you've checked yourself, and you know you're not in sin, you need to rejoice. You need to send God a thanksgiving offering. You need to dance and thank him for the opportunity to be distinguished. Everybody that God lifted exponentially went through things they could not understand and they were not supposed to have gone through. If you are punished because of what you did, there's no reward for that. <laughs> See, I'm going through tribulation. No, 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 no. This one is, is, is it's not persecution. You did it yourself. <laughs> Abraham started his life at the age of 75. Do you understand that he was living in his father's house? And the situation was so messed up that a grown man said, I'm going to leave. And the father also went with him. I'm not sure if you understand. <laughs> when a child at the age of 75 says, now it's time, I want to move out. And then the dad says, I'm moving out too with you. <laughs> Let's move out together. <laughs> you read that scripture differently from today. <laughs> Look at something else. Matthew 17, verse 1 to 3. In order to be a reference point by God, we need to be vessels of honor. The process of tribulation is a process of purification. If you don't understand the purpose for the pain, the pain might seem to be the purpose. And you lose your place. The devil would now be the one to thrive in that situation. Now, after six days, Peter, uh, uh, Jesus took Peter, James and John, his brother, led them on a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as the light. Look at this. And behold, Moses, a system, and Elijah, a system, appeared to him. Jesus had to get the rite of passage from Elijah and Moses. I'm speaking about being a reference point. Where when a person is praying for the grace for wealth, God will say, no, 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 I'm not going to give you from heaven. I have a reference point on the earth. Take a seat to that person. Until they bless you, you cannot have what you're looking for. Next prayer point. Because some people think they can bypass God. Can I tell you the truth? Many people have alluded to this. I'm not, I'm not the first person that understands this. You see, you can hate Benny Hinn all you want, but there are certain graces on this earth today that you're looking for that until you pass through him in the spirit, you cannot get it. I had an encounter the other day. I, I don't talk about my encounters so that our focus will be on the word. 
Uh, is why I don't dishonor anybody. The way they go about their grace, I might not ag- agree, I might, not, I might do it differently, but if you don't look at the purity of the grace, you might remain, the person might remain frustrated. A particular prophet known worldwide, I had an encounter with God's spirit through him a few days ago. And God had to use him to take me into a new dimension. In the natural, I might, I might not do things the way he does it. In fact, maybe mostly opposite. But in the spirit, I know the grace on him is of God. Please, don't, don't, don't. You're driving a, a bicycle. Don't, don't, don't attack people driving a Ferrari. Or, or, no, no, you might not understand the essence of this comparison. Or someone driving a, 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 a vehicle like that. Because why? You, can, you cannot compare. You see, you can be on, on the speed you're going on a bicycle. But until you get into a very fast car and then accelerate and know what the force feels like, you won't understand why every time you pass by them, they are always like this. You might not understand. You might think it's because they are being proud of, but until you get inside and then begin to drive, and, oh, so this is the force that pushes them backwards. Oh, now I understand. Ah, God forgive me. Ah, but you have attacked the person. Do you know what it feels like to be a billionaire? You'll soon know the feeling in Jesus' name. What, what, to, to understand that you know, Jeff Bezos donated $250,000 to Australia when they went through wildlife, um, uh, wildfire crisis. And people abused him. Take your nonsense money. You, $250,000. But the question is, did they make that money for him? Where no matter the mistake anybody in your family makes, they expect you to be the one to fix it. Why, why, why not? My aunt is a billionaire. She is. And they'll tell the whole world, see, see where I'm suffering. <laughs> I, I don't have a car. I'm taking the bus yet. My auntie, that's, that's we're related. Look at her sister. My, my. The expectation of man, you don't know what the pressure is. So when you are coming close and they don't trust you, and they are watching you for one year, two years, three years, It's not because they are wicked. They've seen something. They've experienced pain. So, God honored Moses and Elijah. Do you understand that even though Elisha got Elijah's double portion, Elijah is still more relevant than Elisha. It is not the portion that matters. No, it's not the portion. It's not the portion. To be a reference point by God, that Jesus, my son, before you do what you need to do, you need to pass through these ancient men, Moses and Elijah, systems in the spirit. Then he passed through them. Then he could now go and die on the cross. Before now, we can now put all our faith in him and ignore Moses and ignore Elijah. 
Jesus paid the price. He honored the elders. A wise man said he used to despise elders until he realized that people stand up for elders. You might not know why you just despise a young person in a bus. You see elders standing and the young person sitting. You might not know why you just naturally, without knowing that person, despise that person. Because age demands respect. Not just chronological age, but the age with which you've been doing something demands respect. That's a system that God has set up. <laughs> Glory to God. Number three, why must we be? Oh, the time is running. Why must we be vessels of honor? Number three. Hmm. Ah, if we go there, how long? Hmm. We are designed to be trailblazers and pace setters. Dr. Miles Moreau of Blessed Memory, a man that I honor and respect so much, even in death, deep wisdom. He said, no human being knows your potentials, even you. Only God. Only God knows what a human being can become. I watched a teaching where he taught at Shiloh, a program organized by Living Faith Church every year, in the year 1999, I believe. And I was telling my wife yesterday, I said, I was actually at that Shiloh. I looked at the old environment, it looked so old and so... I was like, I, I pray the camera does not capture me <laughs> in that place because I'll, I'll write them a letter and say, please delete that footage. Even me then had no idea of this version of me. I had zero idea. Extremely shy, extremely timid. I mean, it was just, I had no idea that anything like this was possible. My parents knew, and maybe other spiritual people, I had zero idea. Not zero, maybe 1%. <laughs> you don't know what your potential is. We are created by God with honor inside of us. The gift of a man will make room for him. And if you are diligent with that gift, then we can now be put to stand before kings and not before mean men, according to scripture. A prophet said something very profound, and I want to share that with you. As we round up and prepare for the anointing today, he said, write down the names of five people that you believe have the power to promote you. And ask yourself, are these people satisfied with me? And I said, this is very deep and profound. The first challenge you encounter is actually knowing who those five people are. It doesn't have to be five, even if it's one. Some wives, for example, don't know that the one person that needs to be pleased is their husband. Now, I'm, I'm not talking about God, because if you're here, you know you need to please God. So I'm not talking, 
I'm not talking about that. Who, who has the power to speak over me, has the power to move me forward, has the power to shift seasons in my life, and then you ask yourself, don't let anybody just between you and God and your sincere self, are these people pleased with me? Now, if you've been traumatized and, you know, you've dealt with it and all that, you might not like what I'm hearing because it almost seems as if, oh, wow, this is putting me back in bondage again. But, but that's, that's not what I'm saying. No. You have the power over your own life and over your own decisions, over your own actions. One of the reasons why my life is simple and, and, um, and, um, and, um, Low maintenance is because God has helped me, and we teach this at advanced leadership class. And tomorrow's class is the focus on that managing pressure from followers. If you don't know who you are to please, you try to please everybody, and you can never please everybody. So already you see yourself going down because you cannot please everybody. As a pastor, I know I was not sent by you, I was sent by God, but I'm sent to you. So when I preach a message, I'm not asking for your permission or your feedback. I deliver it in the best way possible. But I know where I get it from, but who I'm supposed to give it to. So whether you smile or not, it, it means absolutely nothing to me. Because I understand that I am there to please God. If I displease him and please you, he can fire me, God forbid, but you cannot hire me because you cannot pay me. Tell your neighbor, pastor is saying the truth. <laughs> when I first started to listen to Dr. Miles Moreau, I began to realize that nobody can actually pay you what you are worth. It's impossible. How can, how can a child pay a mother for keeping him or her alive? Do you know how easy it is to kill a baby? Just ignore the baby. Yes, when they needed sleep, they'll still wake up to feed you, to care for you. You are doing irresponsible things. You see electricity and you're going, yeah, and they carry you away from it. And they say, don't touch this, but you touch it. Don't put it in your mouth, you put it in your mouth. How can you repay someone like that? It's impossible. How can a wife be repaid by the husband? You can poison him many, many times over. But you choose not to, and thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you see where we're going. We can go on and on and on and on and on. Nobody can pay you what you're worth. It's impossible. Glory to God. Where did the time go? But the time has gone. <laughs> As we go through this month, we want to allow the Lord to purify us. Father, what are the excesses? And don't take it as, oh, wow, you know, look at my life. Because, no, no, no. We all have areas of dishonor. And 
the higher we go, the more we have to expose ourselves to the ministry of the purifier. So say, okay, Lord, I bring myself again to you. As we're going through this month, what other areas must be purified? What other areas must be purified? What are the excesses? He can start to tell you, you talk too much. You talk too much. But I have things to share. You talk too much. Even me, the Almighty God, I'm not always shouting. You have to wear headphones all the time because God is talking. He keeps quiet. There are many things you can tell us. I will begin. Lord, help me again. Lord, help me. Our journey with the Lord is a journey of continuous improvement. The higher you go, people will not realize your mistakes. But God sees it because he's, he's above you and I. People under will look and they say, wow, this is wonderful. Nobody knows what the underneath of their vehicle looks like. Except the ants that are on the ground. But the higher we go, God will begin to see and say, no, 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 no. Adjust this. Remove this. Move this away. I'm seeing some pride here. Relax. I put you in that position. You didn't put yourself there. There's a way you can excel and forget that it was God that lifted you. And you find yourself beginning to say, you need to work hard. You need to work hard. You need to work hard like me. And God is like who? You think it's your hard work? All the laborers should be the richest people in the whole world. I mean like actual laborers. If it is by hard work, it is grace work. We put in our efforts and God multiplies our efforts. And then it begins to look like something. There are some people who have been in Canada for 20 years. 30 years. And as if there's nothing to show for it. If that is you here, this month God will lift you up. He will lift you up. He will lift you up. And you see some, they will come here as if there are no principalities. And within two years, they bought a house. Is it that easy? It's the grace. And you say, yeah, you know, I did research because when I came, I was already doing research, research. We can do research too. We know Google. <laughs> we can, it's not, it's not research. It's the grace of God. Please rise up on your feet. Thank you for taking the time to listen and receive the fresh word of God. Before you leave, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not born again, I, Pastor Ibukun Adewusi, would love to pray with you. If you're ready to give your life to Christ right now, please say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you are the Son of God and I believe you died for me on the cross of Calvary. I know I am a sinner and today I come to you to forgive me of all my sins and to make me a brand new creation. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me and making me born again. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 
Congratulations, you are now born again. Please reach out to us on cccghq.org save and fill out the form completely so that we can send you wonderful materials to help you grow on your new walk with Christ. Congratulations once again. We love you and God bless you.